family. When you think of family, what does it mean to you? Is it a group of friends that you've become close with over a period of time? Is it people that you're born into their family? For example, cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents. Or is family someone that you hold close to you? For example, your parents, mom and dad, um, or step-parent, siblings, or even best friends. What does family mean to you? Or is family often being married into a family? Meaning you have a mother-in-law, a father-in-law, maybe a sister or brother-in-law. But the family that you're married into are your in-laws. However you see fit and whatever ways you describe family as, that's what family means to you. When I think of family, it's not just people that are my parents, my siblings, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, grandparents. It's much more than that. To me, even though we're born into family, down through the years we gain other family through friendships, through work, through church. Matter of fact, Even through social groups, we gain family. But regardless of the ways that we are connected to each other and to our families, we need to understand that family is important. Oftentimes, people tend to get it twisted with their family, that they don't take it serious or they neglect their families for Jobs, work, church, their social lives, and even they neglect their family for other family members. You may ask me, well, how is that possible? I'll explain it to you. For 17 years, I've known a family, a family that consisted of a husband, a wife, and children. I've also known the family to have other relatives that they are connected to, even friendships that they are connected to that helps make this family a family. However, I have discovered that the immediate family, which immediate family is husband, wife, mom, dad, grandparents, children, what have you. I've learned that that family is not as important 
to certain people in the family that they say it is. That they find that other people within the family is important to them. Other relatives, for example, cousins or friends, work buddies, are closer to you than the immediate family in your own house. If some of those other people, and I'm going to call them outside family, if the outside family calls for a specific need and there's a need within your immediate family, your outside family takes priority over your immediate family. In my opinion, that is not the way it should be. That is not the way that God ordained it to be. God did not ordain family for you to go and take care of another household prior to your household. You see, the needs in your household are to be met before you go meet the needs in someone else's household. Took me some time to understand that I didn't have to attend every engagement that I was invited to. I didn't have to go to every vacation that my friends invited me to. Why? Because I have a family at home. I didn't have to constantly attend every church service that needed my attention. I had a family at home. But every time the outside family calls with an issue, needing an oil change, needing a brake change, needing you to feed the dog, needing you to pick up their friend whose car broke down, whatever their needs are, you run and do it. But when your immediate family has a need, whether it's an emergency, you break down the side of the road, you need an oil change, you need your brakes changed, you need help getting the kids this place, that place, you need help cooking dinner, whatever the immediate family needs are, those needs can't be met because of the outside family. Where do you stand? What do you say? What do you do? How do you feel? If the family that's supposed to be the immediate family keeps putting you on the back burner for the outside family. Makes me wonder why even have a family, an immediate family, if the outside family is going to continue to take control and be first. You may say, well, you're really talking about something and you really have me thinking about this family thing. You see, I grew up the only child for seven years. And then my parents had another child, which was my sister. We are seven years apart, almost a generation apart. And I found that Even though we are seven years apart, we were still raised to be close together. That family should be first. 
that my parents and my sister were all we got. And even when we spent time at my grandmother's house with my cousins, the older cousins, we, we formed a bond and we, we keep in touch. We had sleepovers and we, we would play hide and seek and we would jump haystacks and ride billy goats. We formed a bond that family is first. When one has a baby or one gets married, we are there. We celebrate each other. When one has a need, when they've lost a loved one, we're there sending love and greetings and cards of sympathy, even taking food. We are there. But God showed me this about family. That sometimes the immediate family has family rooted into them and grounded. While the people that are on the outside are looking for what you have and they don't have the family rooted into them. And I thought about it. And I thought about my childhood from growing up and going to stay with my dad's nieces and nephews in a city called Rocky Ford, Georgia. We didn't have much growing out there to go play in the dirt on a hot summer day, playing jacks on a hardwood floor. It would start to rain and you had to sit in the house with buckets or pots and catch the water from the leaky ceiling or go sit on the porch until the storm passed. Are going to go pick peanuts in a field for a white man to make money during the summer. As a family, we did that together. And I recalled growing up going to see my great-grandmothers on my mother's side. My grandmother, Sylvia, who had 14 children. And it was nothing like coming together at her house and all the children would be there. My aunts from Baltimore and Mississippi and Augusta would come down and teach us girls a thing about makeup, class, and how to cook hog maws and pig ears and how to make skins quick out of barbecue. Or going to my other great-grandmother's house, Trudy, and going to sit on her porch and swinging on a swing, watching the tractors plow the fields while someone had an impromptu volleyball game going on in her front yard or while somebody's running to Aunt Emmy's house to grab a pot of corn off the stove. You see, those things to me stuck out in my mind as family. What is family? Family. I briefly want to remind you that we are all born into a family. And that is something out of our control. However, when you become an adult, you can make a choice to have your own family. 
recently I had someone tell me they did not want to deal with their son because it was their birthday. Granted, I am all for birthdays. Matter of fact, I take the entire month and celebrate my birthday. But getting still, I still make time for my family. Not only the family that I was born into, but the family that I chose to have. Oftentimes, we get it mixed up that we can just make a decision to choose to be or not to be in the family's life that we choose to have. I've learned in 40 years that this is a choice that people who do not have custody of their children make. In the state of Georgia, it's called the non-custodial parent. But when you are married to someone, you have children with that person. Is it right for that person to pick and choose when and where to deal with their children. The children that they birth, the children that you all chose to have together. Is it fair for one person to continually deal with the children? Matter of fact, I wasn't even understanding The simple fact that it's your birthday and you didn't want to deal with your children. I could not understand it. I could not grasp my hands around that. Because truth of the matter is told that when it was in fact my birthday, I had to deal with my own children. I didn't get to pick and choose my day to not have my children. Matter of fact, the other 364 days of the year, I don't get to pick and choose when not to deal with my children or have them or watch them. Truth of the matter is it gets hard sometimes and frustrating and overwhelming because I too want a break. But yet, birthday after birthday, Mother's Day after Mother's Day, Valentine's after Valentine's, all those days continually pass. And yet, I still have to deal with my children. I just can't click a pause button and say, pause, today is not the day I want to deal with you. Or today is my birthday. Or it's my weekend of my birthday. And I may want to choose to go somewhere else and not deal with children. In life, be careful of the choices you make. I'll say it again. In life, be careful of the choices you make. You have chosen to have a family. You have chosen your career path. 
You have chosen your job. You have chosen your car, your house. Matter of fact, you even choose what restaurant you want to eat. Eat at. But stop taking things and putting it on other people to carry. Because you are looking for freedom. And it's not fair for your baby mama, your girlfriend, your wife, fiance, to bear your burdens because you want a weekend of freedom. And she is not given that opportunity of freedom. You may ask, why do I say she? Because there's some he's out there. Well, I'm speaking from a woman's point of view. And majority of the time, we as women uphold our homes. We work outside of the homes. We balance work, a church, a family, and a social life. But when it comes time to family and dealing with children, we are often neglected in having a chance to rest, relax, take a weekend off or a break. Now, I'm going to put this disclaimer in because they're not all women that have to deal with that issue. There are some really awesome men out there who are excellent husbands and wonderful boyfriends and fiancés, and they can help balance that and provide that sense of peace and relaxation for their wives, their girlfriends, their baby mamas, or what have you. So if you are a woman and you are blessed with that, kudos to you. But for those of us that are lacking that, make sure you make time for yourself. Whether it's going to the nail salon and getting your nails done for two hours. Whether it's going to the hair salon and getting your hair done. Taking a day trip and going shopping with friends or just getting in the car by yourself and going grocery shopping. And also, don't, don't be afraid to speak your mind and let it be known how you will feel. Because truth of the matter is, there are some really selfish and inconsiderate people out there who constantly make their life about them and them only, regardless of the choices that they make. They chose to have a family, but they continue to make the decision to only focus on them. And that is not fair. But trust me when I tell you God sees all and God knows all. And he will deal with those people in their own way. So remember the choices that you make. Make wise choices. If you're uncertain of the choice that you should make, pray about it. Seek God's voice. Also take on counsel. Ask others for advice. I did. It helped. You all have a great day. Remember the choices that you make. 
are the choices that you have to live with. Have a great day.